and welcome to the birthday Boonanza. It is uh, it is our first birthday. Can you remember back when you were one years old, Rob? What were you doing? Probably not much, I wouldn't think. <laughs> Probably doing about as much as you do when you run yourself a bath and uh, light a few candles and kick back and think, oh, I've had such a busy day today, I need to chill out. So probably about the same amount as that, you know? What do you reckon? Yeah, look, pretty spot on. Happy birthday, mate. It's uh, It's been a pretty huge year and uh, huge year for us personally, but huge year for the world. What a, what a crazy, you know, 12 months it's been. Lockdown, podcasts, moving, different jobs. It's just, we were talking about it just before we click record. It's um, It's been pretty nuts, isn't it? Well, looking back, I know birthdays are always a good time for reflection. And this time last year, we we're in the middle of a lockdown. You were still living in in Essendon. Um, we started the podcast. Essendon Heights. Essendon, Essendon Heights. Heights. Yeah, we started the podcast. Po- podcast started the podcast completely remote. Me and you didn't even see each other until the. I think we didn't see each other until we'd released about eight episodes. Yeah, it was something like that. That's weird. I never even thought about that. Yeah. In it, you come down and we went to Salty Dog and. And then about two days later after you'd, you'd come down, you said, that's it, we're moving. I remember that, yeah. I didn't know you were taking us around to sort of convince us to move down. But it, afterwards, after that day, I remember being in the car with Tiles on the way home. And we're like, we're fucking moving to Torquay. You, you sold us the dream. You took us to the Dream and Drive, the Dream and Drive, that, which we still do now around the business parks. Just, you're a good tour guide, weren't you? Well, I feel like uh, I influenced. You, you did know? influence. I was influenced. It was good. it was good. Like I, I, I you go look. I'm I'm scrolling back right back to the beginning of our Instagram and um, what started as a LinkedIn project. I think we can we laugh about it, but idea to uh, execution in in eight days. That was we love saying that. We story like we love we saying are. that story. How, how good one. But move, huh? it, it was interesting because back then at that point in time, what we we saw in terms of trends is that over last year, podcasting became way more of a thing. Mm. Um, people who were on it way earlier than us we're not nowhere near the first people to ever start a podcast but in terms of um i guess acting on the situation like we, we this can you, remember, can you remember it i honestly can't even remember talking about starting a podcast I, I seriously can't remember any of that how did it happen uh well i don't really know like how did how did we decide that we were like we're going to do a podcast i can't even remember having that conversation no i can't remember it either well, we talked about for like we talked about doing things for a, a period of time. Well, now. We were then it was a bit like, all right, things. time to go. Let's just start it. It was weird, wasn't it? It just felt like a natural thing to do, which, like, look at like outside looking in, probably looked very unnatural because, like, at my parents and stuff, like, what the what, what's this? You know, all the family, like, what are you? What's that? You constantly have to explain what you're doing. There you go. Our birthday was the twentieth of because uh, today's four twenty. By the way, happy four twenty to all the. Uh, the, the cannabis enthusiast out there. Um, <laughs> congratulations on, on a momentous day for you. Yeah, another um, year. But anyway, we first day, 420, our first episode came out. Oh, a funny story. It didn't actually come out on the 20th because I was that worried. I didn't know how long it would take from the RSS feed to put it out on Spotify and Apple and shit. So if you look back, we actually released our, our first episode on the 19th, but we didn't promo it until the next day. So no one even heard of us before. We didn't tell anyone. Yeah. So that's when you look back, it'll say April 19th, but that's because I was a bit scared and didn't know what I was doing. Oh, so so. You, you clicked the wrong button. In the, in no, the... I, I deliberately done it and then it uploaded and I was like, oh fuck, like I didn't know it'd be that quick, you know, I thought it'd be like a 24 hour thing. There you go, the photo of us in Torquay when you come down to Salty Dog, 23rd of May. So we'd already, by that time we'd already released um, 
Marcus Callett, Mark Matthews, Rourke, Tom Corr, Liz Watson, Tammy, Arvey, Nick Pulse, Tim O'Sullivan. We'd released all those episodes before we'd even and what about put our, up in person. What about our first ever episode we ever recorded? It wasn't Nick Pulse. No, um, we did one mean... It was actually two unreleased. Me and you did one rambling. Was that the first one? Or yeah, it was one? awful. I've still got the audio file. I just, it's I it's one of those things like it's like a bad school photo, you know. You never Ooh. want to release that. And there was one with Rourke who we thank Rourke a lot. He helped us. He out. helped us a lot out. But fucking hell, sorry, Rourke. No, it was good. We might we might put that one out there. I felt like that was a more natural chat than the one that we actually released with him. I just we were new to it. Like we weren't even really looking or researching how like to structure up pods and how to do all that sort of stuff. So it's. I suppose we've just learned as we've gone and hopefully we've gotten a little bit better and we're not saying the same old sort of boring stories and, and all that jazz. But yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, anyway, yeah, <laughs> anyway, moving whatever. on. Whatever. All right, so I'm going to take you through today. Today's episode, it's going to be a bit of a brag fest, but no, it's not a brag fest. It's a, it's a reflection. We're going to talk through because... Some those, of the challenges too. Some of the challenges. For those who have been following along on our journey since we launched the pod, um we're not usually someone who stick to something like this as well as we have. We're pretty, I guess we're pretty proud and chuffed with each other that we're able to, um, I know, achieve the, some of the things that we did last year, but it was That's not, a nice thing to say. Right? It was because we put out, like we changed the formats. We trialed, we experimented, we helped build community. We built free resources. We did, we'd done a lot of shit. And a lot of the time we're trying to figure out, it felt right at the time because it felt like it was a progression. It was a point of progression, but it was not always like by doing this, we're going to be the biggest podcast of all time. You know, it was more like <laughs> by doing this, it might help us get a few more people who are listening to the podcast or it might help us get us in the door to get a better guest or it might help us in the door to for people to have a bit more awareness on why we've started this in the first place. I think it was more about connection, really. We just wanted to meet... like. How long have we been trying to do stuff and not trying, but we were doing stuff like everyone tries to do stuff. But I just think it's we were just we we wanted to hear them stories and, and get that inspiration. And, and um, I don't know, it just it was all about the connection with the people. We didn't like like Rob said, we didn't want um, we didn't set out to be the biggest podcast in the world or anything like that. Like, let's be this. Let's be that. It was more like. I don't really know. It just there wasn't much thought. It was just all about serving as best we could, wasn't it? Really, well, it's been we've had um, obviously we've had some international guests on the pod, but for us, it's also been a really cool insight into the business and creators world of the Australian in, in Australia and New Zealand. And for us, we've got to see a bit of a look under the covers. We've got to meet some really interesting key players in the industry, and I feel like. For us, it's been like learning on steroids. Crash course in life, really. I feel like this year, hey, it's like when people say, I've, I've keep seeing all these people make small steps, make small steps. I feel like we, we took a giant step and learned as we'd gone. And I feel like that's the sort of approach I want to take moving forward. Like I know, you know, incremental, like getting better, like that's good at some point. Um, but I feel like we were just ready to go. Like it didn't feel like we were outside our comfort zone at all, did it? It felt more like, oh, we're ready for this. Like we've, we've been trying stuff since 2017, whatever we, we we were we were always going to do something you know what i mean together yeah i think what i it's not really part of what we were to talk about but in terms of reflecting back i think part of the the challenge for us is that when people hit us up and i've had a lot of people throughout the last 12 months talk about how did you get this guest or how come your podcast is doing this or how come whatever and it's been a 
it's a weird sort of question to be be tasked with and because knowing that what goes into it for us like for those who want to know the reality of how to actually get a project off the ground Locke Locke and I have committed this is 12 months of commitment that we've done there's only been a few days every now and again on a Saturday that we don't talk to each other yeah but they're very few and far between most of the time it starts while we're working when we kick this off as a um as a LinkedIn project, it was before and after hours. It was at on lunch breaks. And it we was were over friends. Weekend. And we were friends. Like we became friends from the weekends and stuff. You know what I mean? So then it eventually flipped into the, it was weird how it's changed, isn't it? Yeah. Like I just think we're, for people who are listening at home, we want to understand what, if you want to get your side hustle off the ground and turn it into um, your life or build a business around it or create a pathway for you to try something different, understand that there's going to have to be sacrifices in order to get it to that point, I think that what you and I have done, like very, very thankful for both our partners, Tiles and M, who have put up with us over a period of time, but also like the things that we've missed out on. We're lucky that there was a, that we were in a lockdown and things, we couldn't go out and have other ideas. There's no FOMO. There's no FOMO, but now that the world's starting to open back up and, or like even during the day when you see things come up or the opportunities there, we've learned to say no you know what i mean like we've had to say no sorry we're actually busy we've got this on or we're it's we're doing things, this and we're, yeah. it's, it's around prioritization of what's important to you and at the end of the day it might not be the most fun things that you have to prioritize and do like us um coming back while well, we've got to organize a schedule of when our releases are or we've got to book some things or we're going to reply to emails rather and leave than going the party early yeah. yeah or leave the party early and not be but you have to really love what you do though. You know what I mean? We lucky we love the pod because the menial shit task we know is part of the process to get the job done. Well, you're known for leaving the party early and not having a good time. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I'm a, I either go all in or not at all, really. Uh, it's oh, true. Enough. May as well not even drink, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that. <laughs> I don't know. Have I, I said that? that? No, I don't just made that up. But uh, yeah, it's for us, like, I, I guess some of the biggest learnings for me personally would be around uh, the importance of building community. Um, well, we know what it was like when we didn't have a community and we had a product with Obi and Co. We had a slides company um, and we just, we had a grouse product that honestly, the slides were fucking amazing. Um, but we didn't have, we didn't build any interest. Like we didn't build brand. It was just like, hey, here's a product. And people actually really loved it and, and are spewing that we shut up shop. But they're just the lessons we learned. So when people say, oh, you know, the podcast 12 months in a year, it's been pretty quick or stuff like that. It's really been four years of just, experimenting we've been in the content media space and we're just learning like i know we're going to touch on um these kinds of people with some different stuff coming forward but people like gary v and stuff you know what i mean like we've been watching like everyone like we we watch these youtube clips we learn we talk shit we we like creating stuff and i don't know i feel like there's a lot of people out there that are that are pretty similar but it's not it's not a quick thing it's it's a it's a long period of time learning quickly isn't it a hundred percent. And I think that one of the, the, the other key things here is that we, for a couple of blokes who were actually quite impatient, um, building this the way that we built this really tested our patience. Mm. We didn't spend money on marketing. We weren't trying to go out there crazily and go through the growth. We What we did was try to understand what our purpose was. How do we actually build this? The importance of serving a community and <clears throat> it was putting ourselves like... I've, I've got, I don't know how many times I've said, what are you doing now? Mm. Oh, I've got to do such and such for such and such. <laughs> you know, like, 
Yeah. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I just have to do it. Yeah. You know? And then, and that's why, you know, like a common theme with our pods is people with burnout and, and all that stuff and balance their life. But to be honest, yeah, the trade-offs are real. Like you can't, you can't live a really well-balanced life when you're digging that deep, can you? It's hard. It's no, not easy. I, I don't think so. And I think the, the, the learning that we've done now is, um, we, we frantically scrambled for, nine months to 10 months to get this bad boy off the ground while still in jobs. And, um, we were lucky enough that we were able to build, meet the right people who have helped, um, helped us able to make that jump. And we obviously quit our jobs and started wellbeing's group with Tam. And, um, that, I don't think that would have been able to happen if we didn't put in that extra time. Well, we're looking back now. I was thinking about it last night when we knew we were going to record this app and it was like, it's just nuts, wasn't it? Like we, we, I don't know, like that take going back to that period. It's like, I think Sam said it, like you get to a point where you can't do both. You know what I mean? Like we can't say yes to these opportunities because we don't have the time. And it's like, well, we're building, we're not stopping this. You know what I mean? And when you've got a community to serve, it's almost like can't let them down. So it's like, we have to take the plunge. And I think that was the biggest learning for me, taking the, taking the risk and figuring it out, like taking big ballsy risks. It is big and ballsy, but at, at the time we had no responsibility yet. It was just like, fuck it you know let's we're going all in um and i think i don't know if that's the smart thing to do if it just worked out for us but the learnings from that is good things happen if you give it time and give it some love and give it some attention and and spend your time doing it you what can are your build plants something. huh what are your plants what are your plants like but like jumping off and just figuring it out i feel like is a big key part like fear stops a lot of people but like i just think you got to learn how to fall jump off learn how to fall figure it out like back yourself in have the confidence in yourself to figure out how to get the parachute working. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's a stupid thing to say, but that's sort of how I felt. You've got to, people who, who you have to be, um, was it uncomfortable with the uncomfortable? Yeah. And I, I honestly think from me being sort of a codependent dude, I feel like that's helped me in a weird, I've turned like a really, probably a weakness into a strength in that sense. You know what I mean? In terms of the confidence and mindset you probably need to do something like this. Hey, all right. Let's take us back to a couple of key moments throughout the last year that I think it was yeah, just how good away, huh? It's, no, it's, pretty, <laughs> it's been a, just a bit of a no, pretty fun, like funny <laughs> things, right? Like um, getting asked to go on the Today Show on Mother's Day. That was fucking weird. Father's Day, wasn't it? No, Mother's Day. No, Father's Day. Father's Day. Come on, mate. I remember that clearly. I was shitting myself. I remember. I remember beforehand. I was just sitting, we were at your joint uh, where we are now, and almost wanted to throw up beforehand. It was pretty nerve wracking. We rehearsed the questions. We. We were all over it and then just get thrown curveballs live on TV, don't you? It was funny. But hey, they never called us back. They never called us back, no. And they said they really they really loved our work. Maybe we were just a bit, too raw. We're too, a bit too raw. A bit too raw. A bit too raw. I reckon because of the fucking blinds. If you go back and have a look at the video, uh, Robbie, Robbie's face, there's like a beam of light coming through the window just on his forehead the whole time. I thought that was the Lord, you know? <laughs> you went the full, you went in full Jesus mode, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, full uh, Jesus mode. Uh, that was a fun, what did you think of that? Oh, it was just a weird experience. Being on TV again, huh? huh? Did you like being on primetime again? Oh, just, it was a bit more, of a bit, I thought it would be a bit more of a me time, you know, kind of short, you know, how come, but whatever, was, whatever the other segment was, how come it went over? You think, know? think back, that was Father's Day, like Channel 9 at like, what time was it? like seven thirty, eight o'clock or something? Yeah, it was prime time. That was fucking crazy. I can't believe they let us do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's been a couple other ones. And I want to talk about, uh, I guess, looking back and reflecting on meeting some of the people now that are, are, are probably some really 
great friendships that we've built um and we met early stages last year so like we released peter bowles podcast in june last year and um for those who have been listening to the pod the last few days we were following along with our stuff we we watched peter run at the australian um australian championships olympic trials uh a couple of days ago where he 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 came through with the goods australian back-to-back australian champion 800 meters uh, in cruise control in cruise control it was it was it was boys amongst men yeah that's what it was and but like the key relationships with someone like him that we've built over a period of time and now um we're going to be helping peter out and doing some some pretty interesting things over the next 12 months and beyond helping him from a business side of things and have him focus on what he does best and getting out there and winning races and uh achieving things that to be honest like he's such an inspiration he's such an inspirational dude he's such a happy person his story his mindset his motivators he's i just feel very very grateful and lucky to be working with someone like peter from a from a talent perspective oh 100 100% couldn't agree anymore and just like in terms of a life experience and, and the connections that you make being around someone like that it's infectious man it just it inspires you it makes you want to be a better person and like I remember working at the cafe, Mr. Hoffman in Essendon and, and Peter used to come in with uh, Dengy, Joseph Deng, and they used to get a couple of hot chocolates, a few extra marshmallows for the boys. But um, well, we've had that connection for a while. And when you when we asked Peter, you asked Peter to come on the pod, didn't you? And I couldn't put two and two together. And then we jumped on the call and I was like, hang on, I fucking know you. You know, I've, I've seen you before. So it's funny how uh, things just work out. And we're really excited for him to go to Tokyo this year and... Um, go well over there he's been to the olympics before but he was a bit younger he's a bit raw but now he's prime time he's ready he's got himself in really good nick and um yeah if there's anyone out there who wants to hear peter talk um get in touch yeah get in touch because he's got a story that's worth hearing and uh if you want a bit of motivation from an olympian heading up to the olympics i think there is no he's, there's he's no better time he's on olympian he's on olympian that's, that's a, fucking it's weird, a lot of trust it? and belief in what I we know. do oh how did a lot we, of pressure how did we suck him in hey but anyway there's <laughs> another person that i think that is is it's been really great for us um, in meeting and building a, fr- a friendship. Is Erica? Oh, Erica Gerards, Yeah, that was that was one. Oh, you it was guys weird. Were, yeah, because Daniel Wern um, from Upbank now at um, Facebook. Uh, weirdly enough, he got us in contact with Erica, and I think we tried to tee up that chat for a little while, didn't we? And um, from that, not that I was, wasn't didn't know what to expect or whatever, but after that chat, I was so energized, and you know, we we do podcasts all the time, but that was a really weird feeling after that chat. I really felt. Uh, a good connection with Erica and, and love her story and what she's been able to do and, and the community and people that she's surrounded herself with. And I don't know, she's just a good vibe, isn't she? Oh, I was just, I found that click, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Found some people who understand what life was like and she's been such an amazing help for us. She's appearing on our live show. Yeah. Uh, once in Russell, yeah. 12th of May. Fifteenth uh, of May. Fifteenth of May. <laughs> if you haven't got your tickets yet, get in. Get in touch. I'm shocked it. and appalled at the number of tickets still left. I mean, you know, Are you? I'm a little bit. Yeah, uh, we got, got like twenty left to fill the room. Twenty left. Twenty left. Twenty to fill tickets. The room. There you go. Only twenty. I, know, I might 20 have just made that up. You made this. that up. <laughs> All right. So that's that's another one. That's another one. But in terms of pivotal moments in the last little bit of over the last year, is one of them is your move to Torquay. Yeah, I came here to kill you. Um, as soon as you made the move, I normally copy what you do. So I was like, "Bang on, I'm, I'm moving to Torquay." Locks guide to LinkedIn. Yeah, that was a that was a fun one. We done that in the weekend, I think, didn't we? Look, at, oh, I look back on the LinkedIn post, and I feel like a couple of days. You you are the self confessed fucking pack king. 
Well, we pumped that out. Freebie, download, straight to the thing. Congratulations, you've, you've leveled up. Remember that little icon that you got in the email? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good. you can still download it. It's free. It's in our link tree. So, um, if you do want some help with, with LinkedIn and don't know where to start, Locks Guide you know to LinkedIn. Funny? Actually, someone actually reached out the other week and just said, hey, I just downloaded your guide and blah, blah, blah. I was like, there's still people downloading. They love that they shit. They love huh? that shit. It's like uh, stumbling across gold, you know? Well, a couple of other things that were a bit weird was we are uh, being featured on Urban List, writing for Urban List. Fucking weird. Um, where else? Geelong Addy, being in the Geelong Addy, getting our mugs. Yeah. Well, how important is PR? Like, I mean, if you're starting a podcast, you're trying to get your business off the ground, I think we should talk about that because we didn't even really think about it. Uh, we never reached out to Urban List. Big shout out to Rick Stevens, um, who, who gave us the, the first sort of little look in there. But like, we never even thought about that sort of stuff. And that really did help with boosting, um, I suppose, the credibility. And um, it was just sort of a lesson that we didn't really have sort of in mind, It was it? I think it's one of those ones that when you realize the value of what it does, and like you mentioned, it's credibility, but it's also eye, eyeballs. Well, attention, it, yeah. It's it's attention and... I know you mentioned Gary V earlier, but it's it's one of those opportunities that you it, it helps in building community. It gives a bit more awareness, a bit more buzz around what you're doing. Um, so if you're thinking about how to grow and scale, one of the biggest learnings for us is the importance of PR. The other one's the importance of a growing community. Mm. And these are the things that we've done which haven't cost us any money. No. You know, and I think that's a that's a one of the biggest call outs is you can go out there and you can yes, you can you can buy PR and you can buy fucking sponsored articles and posts and all sorts of stuff. But if it's not, people people don't know what an ad is. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I think that why it takes a little bit longer to build it authentically. But if you can be patient and do those things and build the relationships and put out something worth val- uh, with, with real value that's worth writing Expo- giving some people were happy to give us some exposure they were, they were yeah. like fuck I would love to write and the thing that. is these type of places are looking for stories to write so if you think about like what one little tip is look at the type of content that they post and maybe like look at some stuff that they might be missing or want to cover and you can tailor a strategy around that like just look at what people are doing look at what people are wanting look at the motivations but like you said Rob I think it is important to build the community and all that sort of stuff first you can't you need to have something and it makes it easier you don't want to be constantly doing the outreach you want people to be hitting you up or getting surprised where it's like hey did you know we featured you in this like that i don't know that's that's i think that's a way better and easier approach maybe another thing we did around the same time in september is uh we did our first drop of well-being teas and they went partnered off. up with the common good um tessa and ben big shout out um wearing their beanie right now big fan big fan yeah you're an influencer i don't think they're out yet so um, i mean um are you influenced i am influenced um well you are you fucking <laughs> talking mate. but that was a, that was a cool experience for us to in order to do um sustainable and ethically sourced uh clothing range merch drop um, people well, love the teas. T one T each tea represented a tree planted to help restore um, some of the forestation lost in the bushfires the year before. It was a, a big, big thing, and for for a lot of people, it, it's funny how something such so small as like a t shirt mm. could bring a lot of happiness to a lot of people. Yeah, hundred percent. And I feel like it was a good thing for our community to see as well that if we were going to do merch, we we're going to do it this way um, because I feel like a lot of people uh, would like to do sustainable stuff and and do the right thing, but they, they might not sort of know how so to sort of um do it like that and and not just put it on a fucking asos whatever and just make sure we're set, setting ourselves up right like it is harder 
um, and more probably a bit more time consuming and stuff. But I just don't think I don't know. It was just I, I, I'm really when your mum uh, messaged us and said she was really proud of us for doing that. I, oh, thanks, I felt mom. proud too. Thanks, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does listen to all the episodes. So shout, shout out. out to her. I love you. Shout out. She's so cool. Hey, another person we met around September last year, which is. Um, definitely been a massive influence in our life is big jc jaden comerford well probably the biggest influence in our life really um him and naz daddy dad 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 dad, dad. <laughs> dad <laughs> i didn't hey. realize you were my dad naz hey. but uh congratulations on being my father yeah <laughs> that was uh yeah see stuff like that like th- that was like what the fuck like i remember i probably reached out to jaden when we first started the podcast because i came across his profile on linkedin um knew what you to find were about and stuff i think i even might have I think it was just hey great to connect or something like that and then he said from what he from his um from his end that he was going to message me on linkedin but realized i already messaged him and he didn't get back to me oh that's a good it's yeah. a good hey good cover up jc good cover up, jc but, hey, it's uh, all good lots of people ignore lock too i ignore his messages too sometimes so he annoys the fuck out of me you know yeah he he, he get it um but yeah fucking J- jaden comerford jc uh ceo and founder of unified music group um yeah, he wanted to chat. At first, I thought, oh, this bloke just wants to come on the pod. Like, you don't have to tell me your life story, bro. You're fucking huge. You're on. You know, like, you don't have to tell me what's been happening. But um, no, it was just more, I was really interested in what you guys are doing and would love to chat about what you guys are sort of thinking about moving forward and stuff. And then we sort of um, just started chatting from there and just talking about all our ideas. It's It's been an unexpected, unexpected, really, really good thing for us, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's pretty cool to know that um, a relationship that we 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 talk a lot about the importance of LinkedIn and building community and not being fearful of reaching out and connecting with people and that 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 process allowed us to meet Jaden and um, get introduced to the the rest of the the fam there at, at Unified and um, meet Dan and uh, what it's actually turned into is he's changed up his fucking business model and look and extended uh, his management arm into podcasting and putting a bit of faith into a couple of knuckleheads like me and you. And I, I feel very grateful to have met him and uh, feel lucky that we're going to be doing some cool shit together and way, way more way more stuff to go that yeah. I'm packing this podcast. But uh, just as in, in a reflection point, that's it's pretty cool to see that that's how the relationship blossomed. Oh, I like that. And, and you'll see a lot more of JC um, in the future. I mean, we've locked away a deal for three years, but we've got a lot cooking in the background and um, there's plenty of work to be done, isn't there, Rob? Well, talking about signing um, to a podcast label and being part of the Unified Fam, one of the, the cool things for us and some of the people we've met along the way is uh, the the founding crew there at Heaps Normal who have come on board oh, as the, yeah. one of, they're the partners of the show. They're our first partner of the show. Um, alcohol, alcohol-free beer. At the start, we were like, what the fuck? Like... Mm. What do you mean alcohol-free beer? I was so confused. Yeah. Never really even heard of the product. And then we fell in love um, with the story behind the brand. We got to meet Pete. Uh, Pete Brennan. Pete Brennan. Andy Miller. Andy Miller. We had Geordie Smith on the pod, another fa- founder, founder of, of, of Heaps Normal. And where they're going with the brand and what it's going to take to us, we feel stoked to be part of such a cool team. And the beer's fucking nice. I mean, if you've tried alcohol-free beer before, you're probably like, whatever. This, it doesn't taste like water. It tastes like a fucking beer. Uh, and yeah, I love the design. Pat, big shout out to Paddy Rogash, the Janjak local who who whipped that up. I think Norm the Brain, I think that's his name. Um, but yeah, Andy Miller, as soon as we met Andy Miller and heard 
his story and how Heaps Normal sort of come about through the accelerator program at Startmate. Uh, it was just a unique sort of take in itself. So we were automatically drawn to something like that that just stands out. And um, I look forward to seeing how Heaps Normal evolves and expands. And we sort of um, have seen a little bit of that, like getting getting bigger and bigger. But um, I feel like even on a global level, this is going to be yeah, fucking boo, boo, massive. Yeah, nanas. Yeah, massive. I tell you, one thing that we did that did happen last year, which is probably one of the most interesting uh, interesting things to happen to us, was we had a podcast that was censored. Yeah, yeah. Cody Klein, um, former Australian captain of the junior world, world uh, Australian surfing team. Yeah, we'll go with that. That's what she was. I'm trying to. Um, she works at Macquarie Bank. Uh, we had her on the pod. We probably should just release that now. I reckon. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Whatever. But it was just a bit of a. It was a good PR stunt. You were, you were pumped with it, but the fact that oh, we just felt so disappointed for 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 Cody. That was such a cool episode to hear her story. She's such an inspiration to a lot of different people who have transitioned careers and reached the pinnacle of different sports. And I just felt really sad that that that's the world that we live in. That if you're not in a certain role type, that you're not allowed to do podcasts. You don't you're not allowed to have a voice. Bit strange, you know. But happy to wheel out for the big events, and it's just anyway, it's did, a strange. Sort but of did, did we change the bylaws of Macquarie Bank though? I think they went back and said, "What are we doing? This is dumb." I feel like, I feel like we've uh, probably um, we changed shot, shot, policy. Shone a light on something a bit strange, didn't we? We did. And we, <laughs> anyway, they, hey, but it's good. I don't know. I don't know if we should. Re- I reckon we should um, do another episode with Cody and keep that one unreleased because people think there's some fucking Ooh. yeah. It's a bit like censored. What did she say? What did she say? So we're gonna play that up as much as we can. Um, for as long as we can. All right. Another cool thing that happened last year is that we quit our jobs. We went uh, handed in the notice. Yeah. Quit our jobs, put it all on the line and uh, jumped ship and, and founded Wellbeings Group with Tam. And uh, that we, we officially kicked that off on, I think, the first day of our working and doing shit was the 11th of Jan this year. But what a uh, what a bit of a spin out. Yeah, I know we touched on it a little bit earlier, but yeah, it was um, just going back to that time. I mean, I've had three jobs in a year, really, and like I've, I've loved every single step of the way. I wouldn't change it for the world, but it, there comes a point where you just, like I said before, you can't. We couldn't say yes to all these other opportunities. We had to sort of jump and 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 do it. And it's a big boy step. I mean, we've got fucking bills to pay. We're lucky we got real supportive partners and family and stuff. So I feel very privileged. I mean, there's probably a lot of people that probably can't make that that jump because they might have other responsibilities and stuff but um feel lucky and blessed that we're in that situation and took full advantage and um that's the way it worked for us it is still a bit weird i've been a bit nervous still a lot of uncertainty uh anyway i'm not nervous i'm fucking pumped this is a bit it's been the nervous, best what making the decision <laughs> yeah to quit yeah were you a bit nervous yeah well i had a bit of a not a transition plan but i i, I made sure that uh, we could pay our bills and we, we could still afford to have money coming in to pay rent and do things. So I had a bit of a plan up my sleeve in terms of what I needed to see in order to make the jump. And I made the jump, decided, said, yeah, Paul, it's ready to go. And then you said, yeah, I'm doing it too. Yeah. And then you did it before me. <laughs> yeah, a couple of days before. It was weird, wasn't it? I was like, we were, fucking- we've planned all this stuff. We had all these things going on and it got to a point where it's like, fuck, this just needs to happen. Things, and, and you know what? Things have advanced quicker, haven't they? They definitely have. So that was a, that was a great decision. Cool moment. <laughs> but one of the other things we can we can talk about is uh, 
experimenting with different formats. Um, over the time of our pod, we've had different length episodes. We've done the Sunday wrap. We've um, experimented with snacks. Uh, we've had episodes of just me and you. We've done live Instagrams, live podcasts. We've done podcasts on Twitch. Uh, we're going to do a live show at 170 Russell. Like we've we've really had a crack at lots of different formats to see what works for us. And I think one of the cool learnings that we've had and we've talked about is when you start something, it's not going to be the problem. It's, I would say definitely not going to be the format that it ends up in. And for us, by allowing ourselves freedom to try and not being stuck on, all right, cool, we've decided that this is how we do podcasts, so this is how we'll do it forever. Mm. It's like it's been a cool like creative outlet that we can just have a crack and it's weird that people listen to us sit here and we're sitting here today in, in, in my office and chatting again. And it's just, I just find it so odd. I still find the whole podcasting thing quite odd. Well, I just think the fact, like the fact that we can experiment with all this stuff gives us really good feedback to know what works and what doesn't. And like not everything, like if, if you're going to play around with stuff is going to work out, but it's good to sort of put a bit of time into it, give it a, a, a bit of a life, like a, like a, an agreed, like we'll do this for a certain amount of month or we're doing a minimum of this just to see, how it works and operates but i think it's just good for us moving forward to get better and more skilled and more insight into what we're doing to make sure we're delivering it better in the future we want to keep evolving and keep making it sick but keep keep that consistency and 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 all that sort of jazz so it is a it is a hard balance but that's that's something i'm personally a little bit obsessed with i love that shit so um yeah what about what about a question for you your personal growth and your approach on linkedin we talked about it a lot but i want I want people to understand, uh, I guess, the scope of how many unread messages do you have a day? How many conversations do you have going on? How do you keep sane with the amount of notifications that pop up on your phone from LinkedIn? Well, one thing I've done is I took the notifications off LinkedIn. I never really had them on my phone. I might have had them on because recruitment, like going into recruitment, you need LinkedIn. And I never, um, I had it. It's probably like a lot of people. I had it, but I never used it. Maybe logged in two or three times, but I never really didn't know what to post on there, didn't know who was looking, didn't have any friends on there. Um, so just going into recruitment, I think just helped me sort of see how it all works and understand the platform. But um, I went pretty hard because in recruitment, I was in tech recruitment so and design recruitment. So um, it's all about finding talent to put them in roles. So I had to sort of go out pretty hard and connect with lots of people. So lucky for me, like having that um, hospitality background, I never had an issue with reaching out to people or if someone didn't reply because I was, trying to be funny or whatever i just don't really care it means they're not really my type of cat so it doesn't matter but i don't know if that was good for the job but it was just good to pick the right sort of people so um i suppose just going hard on there and talking to people all day um because originally at, at just digital people i was i was um going in there for content it's funny how um like do all the content and the strategy behind you know all that sort of stuff and then ask me to do recruitment and now i'm back doing content stuff so it's just it's a bit weird isn't it but um, I think that was probably a blessing in disguise because it made me learn LinkedIn, the platform, and everyone was on Instagram. Like you see all these people who are building businesses and they all go on Instagram, but it's hard to really tell a story on Instagram if it's not visual, you know, because when you think about it, like if you really need to think about the platform in a really simple way, like what's the point of Instagram? They want, that's photos. LinkedIn first approach. Can we trademark that? I think we can. I'm still, like I'm shocked and appalled. I'll say that again. Why we don't have a LinkedIn sponsor. We, we're we the biggest fucking advocates for them. We've got so many people on board. Anyway, that's, an, another, that's, another, that's another story for another day. But I think like, yeah, building the connections and um, and just chatting to people. And it's funny, I, 
I um, watched a video of founder and they were t- and he was talking about some book and it was about not or not making like the community and the connections autonomous, like really doing it yourself and seeing the people, like not just putting it behind a robot. So I make sure as best as I can, I reckon I've got probably 95%, 96% hit rate. I'll message everyone who I connect with and I'll connect with lots of people. But even if it's the same sort of cookie cutter message, it's um, if they reply, I'll, I'll look at their profile. I know sort of how they are and I'll, and I'll talk to them in that sort of language. So um, it is a lot of time, but I, it consumed my life. I feel like that was something that I didn't mind doing because I play that sort of stuff all the time. It was sort of natural for me. But looking back now, that, that was, grew the community, that grew the podcast, it grew the interest and um, didn't realize how important that, what, that was. Like sometimes I thought, oh, am I wasting my time? Like I'm doing this flat out, flat out, flat out. And um, I think that's honestly been a little... A bit of a key to to growing it and well everyone was on instagram and facebook and 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 competing in that sort of pool we could sort of tell our story a little bit better and be more authentic but by just being ourselves and just really like writing telling the story how we are so i felt like if we post something and something fucks up i can just write back and i can just say sorry this fucked up and people just understand we made it really easy for ourselves we didn't try to be the perfectionist or anything we we sort of just we were warts and all from the start and i feel like being warts and all on LinkedIn in, in a world where it's full of sales and stuff, it really stands out. So seeing a lot more people on LinkedIn now telling stories and doing different things, which is cool. A lot of people reached out and saying, thanks for um, showing us that you can do LinkedIn in a different format. You've inspired, inspired me to start and, and share more about my content or my story or my approach to business. And uh, I'm getting the head wobbles now. you gotta, yeah, you got to stop. You, you, you're the man, huh? Thanks, man. How good yeah. are you? How good? We no, can just start our own podcast and talk about how good we are. I reckon, so I reckon anyone who's listening to this this long in, just send like a message and just say, you are the man, I reckon. Because oh. he's done hey, the amount of effort and, and the like the amount of time. It's not like it's really time intensive, heavy lifting type community building stuff. And I, I know for a fact the podcast wouldn't be here without you. hey look i can throw it right back at you though because i i don't think i could have done i don't think i could start a business i didn't even think about business or anything until until you know i met you and you started talking about and i just never thought there was a pathway for people like me in this world and i think having people like you who are strategy execution and like your background in agile coaching and productivity and i just think like what the fuck it's a pretty weird combo isn't it like your strengths are fucking insane all right let's let's not let's not pump each other up too much uh, let's let's leave it that happy uh, birthday to us <laughs> um we've got heaps more co- co- um content coming at you and we, we're gonna fill you in some news in the next few days around some interesting things of how we're gonna tackle our next 12 months before so yeah we've put a lot more on our plate so <laughs> yeah perfect lucky, lucky us so thank you again for all those people who have, who have tuned in and I know um, someone just commented on your post yesterday, so thanks so much for helping us get through lockdown and the different <laughs> lockdowns and things like that. And we know we've we've played a a part in the soundtrack to how people have lived over the last twelve months, and whether it's good or bad, I don't know. <laughs> and for like, because like we said, like the content we put out, yes, we have a bit of fun about it, but it can be to be honest sometimes the business world can be a bit dry so the fact that we've had people yeah the fact that we've had people listening and tuning in and engaging with our staff and showing us love on LinkedIn and reaching out to us purchasing our merch downloading our locks guide to LinkedIn um, constantly showing us love and commenting engaging in our shit we love that reaching out telling us about things they've learned reaching out with guest ideas and you're literally the blood in the machine you're the thing that keeps it going as soon as you stop we stop so, I mean, 
really from the bottom of our heart. And I think another important thing before we, we wrap up is I don't think we had like a, a purpose, like what we are now. Like we never had this plan to have this purpose or whatever. I think it's important to know that we just started something and then we figured it out and we go, fuck, this is way bigger than us. Like now it's our responsibility. Like there's more to it now. Like we we feel like we've grown up and matured a little bit. I have personally gone, well, fuck, this is, this is not about us anymore. It's, I think there's a... Uh... How do we serve the community of free thinkers and creators by giving them the tools, tips, and advice that they need to be the best selves that they can? I like that. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna give you a, we're gonna really really challenge ourselves to go deeper. I think that one of the things for us that we know is podcasts are in audio format. Um, a lot of people learn in different formats. So whether they're audio, whether they're visual, whether they're written. Um, whether they're experiential um, people learn in lots of different ways and right now the content that we've been putting out over the last 12 months has really sort of been in one format and uh, we're going to sort of challenge ourselves and really try and give you guys access to all the amazing shit that we've learned along the way yeah I think that's definitely the sort of so I look back and go I don't even really listen to podcasts on the app I watch them on YouTube and we don't even do YouTube so it's more like Hang on, I need to sort myself. I need to sort people like me out, you know? Let's, let's fix like, our we're, shit. We're idiots, you know? Hey, anyway, we love yous. Have a fantastic birthday for us, <laughs> you know? We're going to eat lots of cake. We're going up to uh, we're going up to Coles now, I think, aren't we? We'll get go a Fredo buy, cake. Yeah, go, buy a, yeah, go buy a Fredo cake or a mud cake, you know? Everyone should buy a cake. If you're listening, go buy a cake and eat it for us tonight. Send in your selfies. We'll post one on our story. We might do a bit of Q&A too later. Um but yeah, really, really appreciate all the support and love. And thanks so much for listening. I know, you know, we just we just can't believe that you'd spend fucking an hour out of your time, even if it's just one episode and you're listening to us speak. Like, that's fucking amazing. We're learning as we're going. We're doing our best. Um, we're going to evolve this bad boy into something fucking fantastic. I can just feel it. And we're so grateful for your support. And we thank our lucky stars every day. Hey, see you tomorrow. See ya. <laughs>